Welcome to the For the Church podcast, another great gospel-centered resource from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. My name is Jared Wilson. I'm an assistant professor of pastoral ministry and author in residence at Midwestern Seminary. Got a great episode for you today. My friend, my brother, my fellow author, and now competitor, my arch nemesis in the Advent world, Ronnie Martin. How are you, brother? Dude, I'm good. It's great to have somebody who's an arch nemesis in the topic of Advent. That's right. It's, what I've, it's I mean, what I've always dreamed of. I've got one in different in different segments of my life. I have the arch nemesis, you know, in, in this area, and arch nemesis in that area. I need one in this area, and so gotta have gotta have a, an Advent enemy. It's, I couldn't be. I couldn't ask for a nicer arch arch <laughs> arch enemy. <laughs> Ronnie Martin is pastor of Substance Church. In Ashland, I almost said Asheville, that's not correct. In Ashland, you got it. You nailed it. Ohio. And he also does some stuff with the Harbor Network. I always forget your title with Harbor Network. You're like a pastor yeah. to pastors or something like that. What are you? Director of Leader Renewal. Director like of Leader <laughs> Renewal. Man. It's the most, the most you, Harbor title ever. How do you affect that? That's awesome. Yeah. Renewal, <laughs> refreshment. It sounds like you provide like the cookies and the Kool-Aid at the That's what I do. get together. Yeah, I, I make the cookies. The, <laughs> we, need the direct, the cookies. we need the director of refreshments over here. Correct. Yeah, Which is what I prefer it to be uh, when it comes down to it. So. <laughs> hey, we're um, entering in the uh, holiday season. We want to get people prepared for Advent as we head into the, the Christmas season. And, um, you know, we're, we'll have you back when we talk the regular Christmas episode. We do an annual Christmas yeah. episode, so you're going to be our guest for that as well. But I okay. thought I'd get you on here to talk about Advent because we have a couple of Advent books that are coming out that we'll talk about shortly. And um, that's what we'll kind of have them duke it out. We're going to put our books in the octagon, see which one <laughs> comes out, which one comes out bloody but victorious. But before we get there, let's just talk about Advent. I want to ask you about this because I don't know about you. I, I didn't grow up in a church culture, church tradition that really, you know, honored or observed Advent season. I do recall maybe a couple Christmases where we had this this Yule log with holes in it, and we did the Advent candles, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, with with my family, kind of leading up. I think we may, have, you know, we might have done that a couple of times, but that was it. There certainly wasn't a meditational practice on on the uh, expectation or the slowing down to kind of observe, you know, the gracious. Uh, expectation of Advent. What about you? Did you grow up in a Advent church culture or no? No, I actually didn't. I think it was more like you, you know, like they definitely celebrated Christmas time. And I think how they did that was, you know, um, we're going to, we'll sing a hymn or two before a Christmas Eve service. We'll acknowledge the season. We'll have like the 29 foot tall, like Christmas trees on stage and we'll decorate the sanctuary and the church and the whole thing. That's probably about as far as it went. I remember when I, I remember the first church I went to that celebrated Advent. And I remember thinking like, wait a minute, like there's a thing, there's like yeah. a thing that you do week to week. Cause I didn't grow up with it in my house either. And, um, and I remember just thinking the first time through it thinking, I really like this. Mm. Like, this is like, I wish I would have grown up cause it happened way later in life. And I remember thinking, I wish we would have grown up with this tradition. So it was kind of a better late than never thing, but I, I just, I fell in love with it. Yeah, same here. Um, it was the church I pastored in Vermont that really mm. made it, uh, you know, the four weeks leading up to to Christmas. We had, uh, particularly in the service, we w- we did specialized readings. We had the ad- we had an Advent wreath. And so you had different candles. And I always got it confused because there were like certain 
one candle is like the angel candle and one right. candle is, and I don't, I, that feels arbitrary to me. I know there's a tradition around that, but yeah, I still mess that up every year. Basically, yeah, but just yeah. the emphasis on it was like, oh, this is actually can be quite meaningful. And then the idea, like you, I kind of came into it into adulthood. The idea of actually beginning December first with a daily kind of yeah. um, observance as part of the expectation. Man, I have found it helpful, if only because. I love Christmas. I know you love Christmas. I don't know if anyone loves Christmas more than you love Christmas. But like, I, I really love Christmas. And the observance of it feels, I mean, it just seems like it goes by so fast and it's over before I know it. And this is a way to kind of slow time down. I mean, you're obviously not slowing time down, but it just elongates my appreciation and my experience of the season in a way that's more meaningful than, you know, trying to cram in yeah. all my favorite Christmas movies and all that sort of thing, even though I do that too. But um, right. yeah. <laughs> so for you, what has Advent looked like in, uh, you know, since your rediscovery of this as an adult, what does Advent yeah. look like for you? I, well, I mean, we do it in our, uh, we do it in our local church context, which again, is like you said, it's made up of, we get, we get the congregation involved too. So we get people doing readings and, and prayers. We always have hymns that were, that we're incorporating into the regular Sunday service as we lead into Christmas Eve. And then of course, I, I love Advent books. So I'm always really excited about, hey, who's putting out a new Advent book this year? We usually grab a couple of them and, and kind of find the one we really love, my wife and I. And so I think really what it helps me do is, I think anything that we can find to help slow us down around the holiday season, and to actually just give us a minute to pause, think, you know, reflect on some things. It does, it does in that sense, kind of slow time down. I, because, you know, the other stuff that we do is, is really the hustle and bustle of Christmas. And the faster we go, the faster things go. And so Advent in and of itself feels like a slowing down of the season so that we can at least just give ourselves a minute to kind of drink it in, in a way that I think, you know, kind of, it has a little more depth in our lives. So. I love it for that that reason. It's it it definitely has slowed down the season for me a little bit in just pockets. So it's necessary for me because I, I just get pulled into mm -hmm. the schedule. Like you, my schedule is always packed. It's always full. I try intentionally to put guardrails around it once we enter December. But yeah. um, my wife has like a, a party scheduled every night because that's, that's like her favorite <laughs> thing to do is have the house full of people and. I know, and, and, I know. and 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 I enjoy that too, particularly if I you know can just participate in the party and not have to you know uh, administer the party. That's like her thing. But it just it just feels like it goes by too fast. It, I, know. I always feel like I, I know. you know I blink and it's December twenty sixth, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's another three hundred sixty four days before I can try this again. And I, know. I mean the the intentionality of gosh, every day I'm I'm just going to stare at and sit in this expectation for 30 minutes or, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's so helpful in the same way that just, you know, a daily devotion is, is helpful. Spending time with Jesus every day is, is helpful yeah. in, in a crazy life. You know, Jesus, uh, the gospel of Luke tells us often withdrew to lonely places to pray. And, you know, part of that I have to imagine is just because of his human nature needing to, be refreshed to engage in kind yeah. of daily renewal, connection with his father, intimacy with his father. 
And I mean, he, you know, Jesus was like the busiest guy who whoever lived in in that sense, and yet he took care of himself. He he got away. Yeah. He took naps. He he rested. He uh, he practiced solitude. And you know, learning from him, I think. Gosh, if I'm going to maintain, if I'm going to endure, persevere, I can't be constantly going. And especially around you know Christmas season. I so want to just sit there and drink in the colors and the lights and the music and the smells and the sounds. And yet, gosh, you're just constantly going it's and going. So hard. I, I need I this to really slow down. So you and I have actually, um, we're trying to help people with this, this season. We've, you know, you mentioned Advent we're books. We're doing our part. We're doing our part. We've decided to contribute to the culture because, you know, we love the children. We decided to write these Advent books. I'm going to let you talk about yours. I'm going to talk about mine. And um, I mean, we're going to war, buddy. Like we, we want, we're trying to outsell each other with these things. Gosh, I know. And I don't know what the winner gets through this other than bragging rights, but this is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to come up with something. And I'm not going to, I don't check sales. I'm never going to, I'm not going to have any clue. So how will we I, know? What, how I will we know, know. Who, who wins? I'm just going to assume that I'm going to win. You're not going to win with that attitude. <laughs> I'm not checking sales. You, you've already you've already submitted your defeat before we've <laughs> begun. Well, I've got a little something to kick us off here. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of John Williams, the duel of the Beautiful. fates. Beautiful. Because this is a faded duel. It is. Between it's, it's, uh, yeah. two Advent books. So mine is called Gifts of Grace, 25 Advent Devotions. Real sexy subtitle there, 25 Advent mm. Devotions. Man, I know it's big. <laughs> Gifts of Grace. It comes out from the Good Book Company. Yours is called what now? The God Who Is With Us. My subtitle is 25 Day Devotional for Advent. Oh, all right. So a little mix yeah, up. So there, but. Subtitles are, are yeah, we, not a lot of creativity in the subtitles. Mine is out on B&H Publishing Company. Yeah. So, you know, we got we got some publishing houses dueling it out as well. <laughs> you know? that's, that's true. Here's what I want to do. I, I'm, I'm going to give you the last word in terms of describing the book. This is me right. being magnanimous. I'll take the first word to tell you about my book. And the idea okay. behind Gifts of Grace, 25 Advent Devotions from the Good Book Company available now, is uh, <laughs> that every day— Are you just going to read the back? Are you reading the back? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it, it functions like an Advent calendar, right? So if you're working through one of those cool Advent calendars with your kids or with your family or what have you— you open up the little door, right? You open up that little door, and inside there's a little gift for every single day of Advent. Sometimes it's a little toy or a little piece of candy or something like that. All different kinds of Advent calendars. And uh, the idea behind uh, mine is that every day you're opening up a new gift. Yeah. And, and it's like looking at all the gifts that we receive in the good news of Jesus Christ. So ages ago, I wrote this book called Gospel Deeps, and the idea behind Gospel Deeps was uh, that the gospel is— one song with many notes, or the gospel is like a diamond with many facets, and every chapter I just kind of looked at a different facet of the gospel. I've kind of expanded that through this to say, okay, the gospel announced to us, the gospel of Christmas itself, comes with a host of graces to us, right? John tells us in the first chapter of his gospel that from the fullness of Jesus Christ, we receive grace upon grace. 
And so the idea is every day there's a new grace to look at. So chapter by chapter, every day is like opening up a different gift. So I talk about hope. I talk about faith. I talk about the imputation of Christ's righteousness. I talk about the church. I talk about reconciliation, peace. There's a different gift for every single day. And my hope is that day by day leading up to December 25th, it will help people kind of meditate on and really kind of soak in the uh, the various graces of mm. of the gospel of Jesus. So that's my book, The Gifts of Grace. I mean that. I, I mean that's a that's an Advent book I want to read. Now I'm going to do something that you're probably not going to be able to throw back at me. Okay, all right. And this is this might be a self defeating thing that I'm doing right now oh, since we you're going to fall since we sword since here? you are you are my arch nemesis. Okay. Um, no, I. I actually, I mean, you're a great writer anyway, but I really loved, I thought it was super creative um, how you, because you didn't, you didn't just mention this actually, which is that you kind of, you kind of based it around different Christmas hymns, right? Like, so every, every chapter is kind of like, at least the title of it comes from from, Yeah. They're lines from Christmas hymns. Yeah. And I I love that so much. I I have a guide in the back. So one of the, there's an appendix in the back that tells you what the different Christmas carols and different hymns that that the title lines come from. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that you did that, I was so envious. I was so, (laughs) I, I was like, why didn't I think of, you know, as like a musician and artist and stuff, I was like, why didn't I think of doing that? I thought that was brilliant. Man. Well, I love let me set you up then. This, I, I can't throw that back at you, but I'll throw something else back at you. Something that you have that I don't is illustrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- your Advent devotional is illustrated. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the God who was with us? Is it the God who's so, with us or God who is with us? It is the God okay. with us. Yeah, so capital G-O-D, obviously, yeah. So my... <laughs> So my whole thing was I wanted to do something incredibly reflective, something that was beautiful to look at, something that you could journal through. And so there's space for journaling and for reflection and all that kind of stuff. But the central theme behind the God who was with us was when you really look at scripture, one of, I would say, the overarching themes is the fact that um, just that God's presence, God coming near to his people through obviously the incarnation, but that begins all the way in January. So what I tried to do was take a very brief kind of, you know, journey through scripture, starting with Genesis and point out all these different places in scripture that point to the fact that we get to enjoy God's presence in our life. And then it leads all the way up to Christmas day, which is the embodiment of God's presence, who is Christ. And so I just have always been fascinated with this idea that God is near. And so this is a book that not only looks at Christmas, but it anticipates the new year and a lot of the worry and the stress and the anxiety that comes in the month of December, as we know, a new year is, is, is kind of beckoning us and not everything changes in December. And so we enter a new year with a lot of, um, a lot of burdens. And so this book really is, is addressing the burdens that we have facing the new year in the Christmas season, but using that as the backdrop for remembering that God is with us again, most securely through, you know, the advent of Christ. So that's the big idea. That's awesome. Now, I, I love that concept as well. A book I just finished for my next Christian living book is on friendship with Jesus. Just oh, yeah. that, and, and, and I spend quite a bit of time on that idea as well. Just the very idea that he draws near to us 
that he's constantly drawing near to us. The, the nearness of, of God is so is so key. That's super helpful. So tell me about the illustrations. Who contributed those? What does that look like? Yeah, it- so, I, uh, so I, I actually wrote an Advent book for kids a few years ago that I think yeah. we talked about on this program, The Best Gift Ever Given. And so Nathan Schrader did that. And then he kind of joined me again for this book uh, to do all the illustrations. And they're, they're kind of like a, uh, he has this really, he has this style that I love. It's kind of this mid century kind of like artistic style that he uses. And so um, I, I really, I really like how he does that. He's also worked on a lot of my album covers over the years. And so, I don't know, this is just a brother who really kind of gets where I'm going and we sync up really well. And I just, I love where he takes things and he, he kind of took this in a really unique but beautiful direction. So, um, yeah. What does mid-century look like? What's well, think that? like yeah, that's a great question. So, when you think of, gosh, I don't know, like if you see album covers from like the fifties and sixties, and that was kind of a particular style, or if you look at like Norwegian or Scandinavian okay. art, it kind of it's very clean lines yep. and very, um, you know, very very stark. Um, kind of images geometrics and all of those things and so it's if you like that it's it's something that's very satisfying and pleasing to look at because it all looks very there's like a there's like something about it that um it's not slot it's the opposite of like hand like sketching right okay yeah everything is everything is very clean lined and so there's there's kind of a satisfying feel to it um when you when you look at it because everything is in its right place and that's what I enjoy about it. And he just really, he's really good at that. There's an art to, to doing that. And he's just really like talented at it. So it's really, really fun. Yeah. Did he draw you? Are you in any of these illustrations? Like opening I gifts think, and things? You know, it's funny you say that because as I was uh, thumbing through the book, when I got my author copies a little while ago, I think my greatest disappointment is that he did not do that with my face <laughs> anywhere in the book. Now, speaking of copies, so. <laughs> you got a copy of my book, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get a copy of yours. I'm trying to figure out. Like, well, what's they're the just deal? sending it. They're, they're just sending them out. Well, because you're getting more than just a copy. We're sending out like presents. Oh, okay. So it's, and my book's coming out later than yours too. So oh, still okay. Copy. All right. Well, then yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you because your book just dropped this week officially. Yeah, it's actually right? October third was the release. Because yeah, that's what everybody just, needs in October. Is well, I'm like they really want me to push promotion, and I'm thinking really this early. Like it's uh, early. people are going to be fatigued by the time it's actually time to buy the book in November. Yeah, except for you know what though, <laughs> I, that's what you think, right? But like I always get my Advent books. i like that's. Okay. Okay. It's fun. I always buy my Advent books in October because that's when they drop. I love yeah. it. All right. And I stack them up on the table. I'm like waiting in anticipation. That's funny. Tell me about writing the yours, Advent man. Of Advent books. Sorry. <laughs> what, what was the process of, of writing like for you? Was it just like writing another book or what, did you have a, a special process or a different approach to writing your Advent book? Well, you know, it's weird because it's, I actually really enjoy it because it's like writing it's 25 short devotionals. And so I feel like you can really, you can just, it's like a pop song for me, right? You're fo- you're honing everything down, you're summarizing. So you're putting a lot, you're packing a lot into, you know, just a, a, like a, a page and a half. And so I really let the scripture, the passages that I use on a daily basis, I just let those be the backdrop. But I also wanted to tell stories and I wanted to be, I wanted it to be really practical I wanted it to be readable and, you know, fun and funny, but also really plunging the depths. So it was actually a really fun process for me because it wasn't so, you know, I mean, you've written enough books to know that sometimes it can be daunting. Oh, I got to write this long chapter. I got the, I got a chapter that's really hard to write. 
And this was just like really enjoyable um, because it wasn't so lengthy. And I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. So I started mine. The idea was I was actually going to write mine as a devotional practice during this previous Advent season. So oh, I, okay. I started December 1st of 2021 and um, every day I was going to write a new entry as yeah. my own kind of reflection. And I really tracked with that for a while. And then stuff started happening. We started traveling. We t- it was like a yeah. week to get to where we were going in Texas. And and I got out of the practice. So at, around Christmas time, I had to catch up. And so there were days where I was writing three or four at a time. But I liked it. It was different than having to you know, take months to write a Christian living book or because it's a special kind of book and a different kind of book. It was neat to incorporate writing these devotional reflections as part of my own devotional time. So they really kind of I came out of my own, you know, my own meditation on, on the Advent season, which was good. Yeah. And I did, I did the same thing. I wrote mine in, I think, November of 2021. Okay. The backdrop for mine was actually, um, it was part of a series that for the church published. Oh, that's right. I think last year. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was loosely based on that. So I took some of the skeletons from that and fleshed it out a little more further for the book. Right. So but if somebody was, once so, warmed over blog posts, they should get your right. book is what you're saying. But if you want something yeah, totally right. original, you should get mine. Yeah. Well, if, if you want, <laughs> if you want, if you want a hardcover book, that's going to mm. not, you know, just disintegrate <laughs> into the atmosphere, mm. you know, because of global warming, yeah. um, you know, you might want to get my beautiful hardcover illustration. If you want something that but, travels with you well, you can put it in your coat pocket <laughs> as you go chop down your Christmas tree you can carry it with you without hurting your back. This, you know, you want gifts of grace. And if you're somebody who likes to carry around a beautiful brown leather <laughs> satchel and have beautiful books and materials and resources in it, mine would fit really well into that because you can, you can be proud about having something that, that, that was given that much care and attention. Yeah. All right. Wow. Here's what I want to do. Um, we're going to play a little game. Okay. I'm going to throw a page number at you, and you're going to open mm. up your book. I don't have your books. This isn't, this isn't rigged. You're going to open up your book to that page and read the first full paragraph, and then, and then, and then you can do it to me. Okay. Um, how many pages is your book? It is 151. Okay, 151. Page 42. 42. All right, opening it up. I knew it. You opened up to like literally the journaling page, which okay. is just completely blank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do page 45. 45. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Advent day eight. You can do nothing. I'm the vine. You are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him. He it is that bears much fruit for apart from me. You can do nothing. John fifteen five. Here's the first paragraph. We absolutely abhor the thought of ourselves being as astonishingly needy as we are, don't we? The stark but saving revelation of the Christian life is that in and of ourselves, we don't possess, quote, the stuff. We need to survive and thrive in our sin-soaked world. We are fragile, feeble, and unfaithful creatures who only took a breath this morning because God graciously decided to provide another moment's worth of oxygen for our aging lungs. Boy, that's a dark Man. opening paragraph, isn't it? <laughs> it was good. It was, it was, it, it was rich. I like those adverbs. All right. So, All right you, okay. You throw so a number out of How many pages in your book? Um, it's 133 pages. I guess I guess I wrote the law. I guess I decided that. Yeah, because you got all that padding. You got illustrations. You got you got blank pages. 
with with lines on you, know so funny? you give people homework you've got like here you do your own writing <laughs> yeah i guess my book isn't my, so much a gift of grace is it just don't do anything jared jared what jared's trying to say with his book is don't even read my book that's how much grace my book's offering here. right all right page uh 73 73 okay oh this is the opening page of, of one of the uh, devotions uh, day 14 join the triumph of the skies Today's gift is victory. Colossians 2.15, he disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. And here's the opening paragraph. One of my favorite traditions over the Christmas holidays is watching football on the weekends with my wife. She and I both really enjoy the NFL, and since I'm usually traveling a lot during the fall months, it's part of our holiday rest to get home from church on Sundays in December, put on a big pot of chili, change into comfy clothes, and snuggle up on the couch to watch the big games. The NFL's regular season is winding down at this point as teams jockey for position and a shot at the playoffs, so our greatest football recreation comes from the players' hardest push towards finishing with a winning record. That's the paragraph. It's an opening to an illustration, so it's not super deep, but you know what? So I think think you won that round. Your opening paragraph was a little more circumspect. I I did not. I I like – what I liked about your paragraph is that that's the kind of imagery I like, man. I want to evoke coziness and comfiness, like around the fire, yeah. you know, with the TV on, watching something you enjoy, with something delicious simmering on the stove. Dude, I love uh, yeah. that. That's it. Yeah, That's it's Christmas. super cozy. Yeah, to me, uh, the Christmas season is that Sunday afternoon feeling. 100%. Just that Sunday afternoon, especially, you know, if you're a preacher, but, you know, regardless. That Sunday afternoon, home from church, change into some comfortable clothes, lay on the couch, eat something delicious, listen to music, watch a movie or the ball game, or just read a book or whatever it is, that kind of cozy sure. decompression. December is that for me for the of the year. It's the Sunday oh, afternoon yeah. of the year, basically. All right. One yeah, more, no, I love it. One more game, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, give me two endorsements that you'd like to share. You have endorsements on your book? Yeah, but they didn't put it on the book. It's oh, on they're it. Not, they're not they on put the it book. online. Yeah, oh, um, I got one from. Uh, I think we both got one from Daniel Darling because he's the I did get one characters from of Christmas. I got one too. I can find mine though. You go first, and I'll I'll, I'll okay. get mine. Here's the first one. This is from your boy Barnabas Piper. Did he endorse your book? Oh boy, no, he did not. Man, look at that. I know wow. somebody. Somebody's getting the love. You know I'm who's getting... he? Who he's siding with in this Advent? Yeah, absolutely. War. This Looks is what like Barnabas you, you Piper might, maybe says. Maybe you should join his join his <laughs> podcast someday. Cool. That's right. <laughs> Barnabas Piper says, "In this little book, Jared has reminded the unfestive and tired among us of the profound reasons to celebrate the birth of Jesus." I like that one. Hey, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, that's... I did. I, I did have a Daniel Darling. I've got a uh, Dean and Sarah and a Kristen Weatherall and. Tim Chester, but here I'll read this one. This is from Derwin Gray. I was very—I've been trying to get Derwin Gray to oh. endorse one of my books for a little while, and um, he always says, "Get me on the next one. Get me on the next one." And finally, he did this one. He says, "Oftentimes, the message of Christmas gets lost in our hurried culture, and we miss the reason for the season. Gifts of grace—I love this. Gifts of grace is like a compass that recalibrates our souls toward Christ." Wow, I really like that one. All right, let's hear yours. Let's hear. Well, I think what your blurbs are lacking oh. is 
I mean, that's great. They talk about the book, but they don't really seem to say much about you, Jared C. So <laughs> okay. here's what, here's what Dan Darling said about me. About and you. Okay. All right. You and the book. Ronnie writes with theological precision, which nobody has ever said ever. <laughs> and yet with a creative, joyful verve. So how about that for a mm, while? Verve. That's good. Yeah. And then he said, this Christmas, start your journey to Bethlehem with this wonderful book. Man, Daniel delivered the good Yeah. I know. And then, uh, yeah. He did say about me, I have typical eloquence and grace with his typical. Well, that's eloquence. awesome. So, you know, that's he, great. I agree. With that. That's yeah. great. You do in your writing. And then I got one from uh, uh, Russ Ramsey, who wrote a book called Rembrandt in the Wind that I loved this year. So yep. he's kind of a fellow kind of arty guy. And he said, Ronnie has given us, you know, some mine start with my name. Yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) Ronnie has given us several gifts, an invitation to slow down scriptures to help us know our creator, lyrical prose to engage our minds and a love for Christ's birth to tether our hearts to God. Ooh, I like that. Good job, Russ Ramsey. We've had him on the podcast. Yeah. No, Russ is a cool dude. Yeah. He likes Uh, some of my tweets sometimes. So, you know, dude, Russ, uh, dude, I think (laughs) Russ is a big, big Jared C fan for sure. But, um, those are good. Those are good endorsements. Man, I think it's a tough call. People who are listening in and thinking, gosh, what should I do? Gifts of grace or the God I who is with the us. The answer, the answer undoubtedly is people should buy both of these books. Right? 100%. Do it like a morning and evening thing. And we don't even, Absolutely. do you have a preference? Which one's morning? Which one's evening? I don't. I don't at all. Whatever not works not best. Sense. Maybe maybe yours in the evening, since you got to do work on yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard first thing in the morning to kind of get some. Or thoughts just on. look at mine as being your morning devotional. You know? <laughs> okay. So right, something like that. Yeah. So that's the answer, listener. You should get both of these: "Gifts of Grace" by Jared Wilson from the Good Book Company, and "The God Who's With Us" by Ronnie Martin from B and H Publishers. Get both of these. Use one in the morning, one in the evening. Use one for your personal devotion, and the other for your family. Mix it up, you know, enjoy it, like really slow down. And um, we'll call this one a draw. Fair enough. May- <laughs> well, we'll have to post a social media update on, on December 31st. We'll have to see which one of us. Absolutely. Which one of us won the war. Hey, man, if I had to pick somebody to be in a uh, knockdown, drag out, arch nemesis, <laughs> bloody, brutal Advent Civil War, I couldn't pick anybody nicer than you. Well, likewise, man. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be bleeding out with you <laughs> this December with our two Advent books. What we really want is for ours to rise to the top and all the others to be oh, soundly well, you know defeated. That's 100%. You know that's yeah. true right there. So at least just put the two of us at the top of the heap of bones there we and, go. and gnarled flesh. There um, we go. Happy Advent, everybody. <laughs> Uh, we do hope these books will uh, bless you and provide for you an opportunity to have your heart. Was it heart, soul, tethered to God? Oh, my word. That's a, that's a <laughs> big claim. <laughs> Read Ronnie's yeah, book. Go- <laughs> you get tethered to God. <laughs> Man, that's too much. I can't, I can't bear the responsibility of that. Yeah. Well, I'll take a chance. Gifts of grace. The God who's with us. As always, dear listener, if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And until next time, may Jesus be big in your church. You've been listening to the For the Church podcast, hosted by Jared Wilson, found online at ftc.co. This resource is brought to you by Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri, where we train leaders 
for the church. 